Hi, everybody. This is Allie. And this is Sage. And this is us on the This Too Much podcast. Yay! A podcast about the show, This Is Us. <laughs> I, I know we like explain it every time, but I feel like it's getting pretty obvious at this point. It feels really really natural not to say it, though. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I feel about it. Very rehearsed. It's okay. This is our first episode we're recording in the new year, everybody. So happy new year. Yeah. Happy new year. Do you have any resolutions for the year? I don't believe in resolutions. I don't think. Do you? Um, I have like set some, I wouldn't really necessarily call them resolutions, but like I did like set some goals for the year. I guess that's a resolution. I don't know what I'm talking about. Like I'd like to run 500 miles this year, but just because I run better when I like have a running goal, if that makes mm. sense. So that it's just like, sense. yeah, but it's just for the year because it's a good time to start, I guess. Great. I get that. So yeah, I get that. Um, well, today Sage and I are going to be talking about season two episode nine i can't believe we're like halfway through the season already i know it's going so fast it is and this episode is just called simply number two and guess what guys after sage gives us a sage synopsis i'm we're gonna introduce our special guest Woohoo! so excited yeah would you like to hit us with a synopsis yes so this is season two episode nine number two and the hulu synopsis says as kate and toby's lives take an unexpected turn memory pulls kate back in back to the night kevin was injured when rebecca uncovered one of her secrets i think that's a really weird synopsis (laughs) i think it's like the least like important plot point that they chose to like write about yes like it's not like a I just feel like saying it's a secret makes it sound like a big, bad, dark secret. And it's not really. Well, also it was like, I feel like that was like the C plot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it absolutely was. A plot was definitely, obviously everything going on with Kate and Toby. I'd say B plot was like the aftermath of that and like how they're handling their grief. And then C plot is like, I don't know. I don't know. That was weird. <laughs> I think the whole thing is about a D minus plot for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So well, without transparency, not yeah, one of our favorite. It's episodes. not one of our favorites, but we do have one of our favorite guests <laughs> coming True. on the show. One of our only guests, <laughs> but she's still our favorite nonetheless. It's my sister Maddie. Welcome. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to be back on the This Too Much podcast. I had to beg her to be on here. Don't let her lie. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> That's because this episode is about Kate. That is true. As to, yeah. I'm full, full transparency. Last night, I said, Maddie, do you want to be on this? And she was like, I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. And then when we get to the episode, I was like, oh, no, I accidentally gave you an episode about Kate. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like Kate is like, a big part of the episode like she's the entire episode <laughs> yeah and it's not 
I don't like it's not, it's not that bad. I actually thought Kate was like super dislikable, like super unlikable in this episode. Yeah. I agree. So without further ado, let's get into the episode, shall we? Oh, Absolutely. Can you tell me when Rebecca's secret comes? Because I'm still confused mm-hmm. about what her secret was. Just tell me when we get there. Because it must have not been like a secret. I can it was so it said Rebecca uncovered Kate's secret. So they're talking about her oh. her application to college. I thought Rebecca had a secret. I was so no. confused. We okay. both read it wrong. All right. That's okay. Yeah. It's not even a real secret. Um, so the episode starts off with um the beginning, like the first one, start much like the first one, except we see number two walking, which is Kate. Um, and we're like watching a baby videos. And Kate's trying to watch walk. I don't know what's wrong with me today. I hate this episode. I'm so sorry. Cut. But Kate's trying to walk, and that's about it for the beginning. It opened like the last one did. But she's yeah. not succeeding because she sucks. I do have to say that I think I said it the last episode, but I do like these episodes where it's like showing their individual like lives going on but all of this stuff is like overlapping I do too maybe it's because and I'm not I don't want anybody to think I'm taking away from like having a miscarriage I do feel like it's very mishandled in this episode and makes Kate very unlikable but I just feel like Kevin's and just an update Maddie like Kevin's was the one where he was like went back to his high school yes but went back to his high school and slept with that girl and lost his dad's necklace like that one which is such a good episode and this one was just not that yeah I agree it's almost like the last one was so like stylistic and like deep and heavy and this one is like obviously a very heavy topic but I agree it was like almost mishandled to the point where it's like the the episode itself just feels like less heavy less important I don't know less heavy and I also feel like it's it almost makes it hard for you to be empathetic towards Kate whether you like her or not because she's kind of absolutely awful in this episode I agree no absolutely she's terrible to Toby throughout this whole episode so Rebecca yeah Yeah. pretty nasty to Rebecca Maddie and I well we'll get into that too but so then we get to Kate today she's talking about to the baby about vitamins I'm gonna be honest I forgot that she was pregnant in this part and I was like who is she talking to (laughs) (laughs) it's been a while since we recorded I know she's talking to the baby and she's talking about vitamins I actually thought this part was very annoying and kind of cringe yeah I did too well then she starts singing yeah and she, and then she was like why am I singing to you and I was like I'm asking myself the same question girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> she was singing the Flintstones I know I got it but she made up her own words I do love a good Flintstone vitamin though Flintstone yeah. vitamins if you're listening we love sponsor us <laughs> love, yeah. that's my pop culture pick <laughs> Flintstones <laughs> uh. but we see teenage kate the best kate in my opinion um and she's listening to her walkman and then she notices the power goes out um and then she's like cleaning up the dog's pee which i'm like it was this a push to show kate's maternal side like taking care of things 
that is kind of I didn't think about that but that is kind of like an interesting parallel I guess yeah and my other question was if the dog peed in the bedroom why are you cleaning it up on the couch I did think that was also very weird she was like cleaning the dog not the I don't know not the you, floor. when I take the dog outside I never wipe him down after right I know so, like, that's weird to me part of me was like thinking like is this dog sick and can't care for itself like it seems like the dog had a panic attack but I don't think it's ever resolved so right yeah uh, and I don't know and then Kate's being terrible so the dog pees and then Rebecca sh- politely says make sure you clean that up because we have company and she's like yeah I'm dealing with it excuse me what's wrong with you Rebecca didn't even Rebecca is annoying but she wasn't annoying in that moment so I don't know why Kate was like popping off I actually thought Rebecca was lovely in this full episode which I think I said that last episode too about the same thing like she handled a lot of stuff correctly oh and then she made fun of her cake smelling and I was so upset I was like give Rebecca a break yeah I do think like that this episode is kind of neat in the way that it gets into the relationship between Rebecca and Kate though because as we know like Rebecca has caused Kate a lot of like body issues and she's not as comfortable with Rebecca as she is with like Jack and he he tends to like handle Kate things and so I think like being a moody teenager and then also having those feelings like towards your mom like I know that she was kind of a brat but she was also like 16 so like I don't fault her too much I don't fault her a lot and then Rebecca is like genuinely interested in her college plans and Kate's response is I still have a month to decide which is not that long of a time and I'm like what I mean I guess it's February but I felt like I decided on college before February Yeah, I mean, I did too, but I also think that, like, Rebecca is being, like, really pushy, to be honest with you. Like, Rebecca's like, you need to have a plan, I want to know what the five are, versus, like, I think my parents at the time, to an extent, were kind of like, let's just, like, take it as it goes and, like, kind of figure it out, instead of, like, here's what you have to do, you know? Yeah, I think more independent. It's a little bit interesting coming from a parent who didn't go to college or really work either. Right. Yeah. So, I just think it's pushy almost. Yeah, I totally, that, that scene didn't bother me as much as like a little bit later. Um, so then we see adult Toby and adult Kate. And I just want to say Toby is too good for this woman. He's making that smoothie. He's like, it look, it looks like a shamrock, sh- a shamrock shake, but I bet it doesn't taste like a shamrock shake. I love right. a good shamrock shake. And then not. they're discussing questions to ask, right? And she's showing Toby, if I take a hot bath, will it burn the baby? <laughs> Come on. I mean, I think though, like I'm, I've never been pregnant, obviously. Um, I don't have any children, but I think that like, if this is something she really wants so bad, like, I think that this was just her way of like, trying to be like quote unquote the best mother she can be 
You're being a little bit of a Kate apologist today. And well, I just here. feel like we I'm not here to... for it. We, I feel like we just have to play devil's advocate a little bit because it, it is very easy to nitpick everything that she does in this episode. So I'm like trying to give her like, okay, like I, I could see why they wanted her to look like maternal, you know? Mm-hmm. Maddie, do you have anything to say about that? No, I just had for the scene because she's making those list of questions, right. but it just talks about in the scene before that, Rebecca wants her to make that list. And then I thought it was weird or like cool that they panned to her making the list about her baby because this is showing that she's like taking the initiative to be actually caring about this process where she wasn't before. Wow, Maddie. It's true. true. Yeah. Very insightful. I agree. It shows she cares. That's what I'm trying to say too. Okay. Sorry. Allie's just like, is she dumb? (laughs) (laughs) No empathy none it's called common sense like i've never had a kid either i know that if i take a bath the hot water is not gonna crawl up in my uterus and burn the baby yeah but like (laughs) pregnant women pregnant women aren't supposed to like be in a hot tub so like maybe she thought it was similar i don't know okay um your your body's not there fryer like that's all (laughs) i don't have time for this and then Kate goes in the bathroom to do I forget what and measure the tub, measure the tub right? And right. we hear her scream for Toby. And, you know, unfortunately, um, we find out that she has a miscarriage. Right. I did think that the way that they, like, edited this was, like, very... Oh, my God. Stylistic. I thought that, too. Yeah, because I at first I was confused. I thought she, like, fell or something because I remember... I don't... Re- like I watched this series a long time ago. So I couldn't remember what was happening at this point in time. I actually forgot that she lost this baby. Mm. And um, then they like flash forward and flash back and flash forward to like her and Toby helping each other or he, Toby's helping her. And I don't know. And she's very sad. It's very justified. I completely, I'm empathetic towards her in this scenario, but yeah and it's just sad that it happened while she was doing something for the baby I think that just shows something as well yeah absolutely I did I agree with you it was stylistic because I like when they're at the doctor's office or in the emergency room and she's on one side of that curtain and Toby's on the other side of the curtain and they're both just like having the same feelings but not but like through the curtain Right. This is, I think that like the way that they style and edit the episodes has been something I've been picking up a lot more. Like the last episode we watched with Kevin, like that was just so I was like obsessed. Done. Yeah. I still stand on the hill that I think it's ridiculous that Justin has never been nominated for an Emmy ever, especially for that episode. That episode is Maddie, like, it, I don't know if you'd ever want to go back and rewatch it, but Probably like, would. that is a good one to watch. It's so it was so much better than I remembered. Me too. I think it's just because I knew what was happening. So I had more time to appreciate right. how it was put together. And I think it's nice because like you say it all the time, you see where Kevin ends up and you're like, like, oh, yeah. I kind of love this man now. Yeah. Whereas before I was just pissed off at him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a hard character to like, and you like him for some reason, but you don't know why. And you can't justify why you like right. him until the end. And then you see his origin right. story. It's because sometimes he's smooth like butter. Like I'm just like, he's Damn. so smooth. Yeah. <laughs> he's like awful, awful, awful. But then he has like he this whole 180. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and then we see, so 
while or after Kate's in the hospital, she gets a text from Rebecca, which she ignores about the ultrasound, which I guess I understand, but it is your mom. And then Toby obviously doesn't look great. Kate's getting ready for something. And Toby's like, what are you doing? We had a miscarriage, like come, I, and then he's like, come sit down with me, come hang out with me. And she's so nasty to him and says, I know I was there. Yeah. And I just think, ugh, this man is just too good for her. And I understand that she's also grieving and people grieve differently, but like this man clearly just needed you to like hang out with him. Right. And you were very disrespectful. Yeah, I agree with that. And like, obviously I'll never understand the situation because I never went through it, but um, I don't know. Like Toby even went out of his way to like, he found the question list and hit it so that she wouldn't have to look at it, wouldn't have to remind her of it. And then like later on in the episode, we see what happens and what he does and the lengths that he goes to for her to make her happy in the situation while he's also grieving is something that makes me very upset. There's a lot of capital letters in my notebook about this whole situation. He even says it like later on in the episode, but he said like, even though like it didn't happen to his body, he's still going through it also. And I think like she totally just is like, didn't happen to you. You don't know what it's like, you know? And I think that's an awful way to be. I think the worst part of that, and we can get into it later too, is like Toby acknowledges that it didn't physically happen to him. Like he's acknowledging her pain and she will not acknowledge him, which I think is again, like a very nasty, immature thing to do. And if you want people to feel sorry for you, you also have to be empathetic towards other people. Exactly. So then after that scene, we're at a flashback and we've seen this flashback in Kevin's episode. Um, We see Kate talking to Randall again, which I just love their little dynamic. It's tiny, but it's just like a brother-sister dynamic and it's very cute. And then um, Kevin is going to do whatever Kevin does. He's not very (laughs) likable as a teen. I really hate teenage Kevin. And then Kate's blaring her loud music and Rebecca is like, hey, can I come in? And Kate's like, oh, a serious talk. I know you are doing that because you always start that way. Yeah. And I actually like Rebecca in this scene. I do too. Um, I think that she's very like understanding because she's basically tells Kate, like, I understand that you're not your brothers. Like you don't have everything figured out. Like they're very, they have very strong passions. So like Randall knew exactly what he was going to do and where he wanted to go to school. And like Kevin knew that he was going to play football. And so like, she's like, Kate, like you could find your path. Like, here's what I would do. Like I'd go to a liberal arts college and study everything you can and pick it out, which I think that like, I think that if she had said like, find your own path and do what you want. Like, I think that would have been like enough if she had like left it at that. But then she's like, here's what I would do. I would do this. And, you know, and I think that that's where it's like, she's overbearing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get that because like being distant from your mom, I think creates an environment where they feel like they have to overcompensate for whatever the relationship is to repair it and over communicate things. And they don't know when to stop because they know that they're being pushed away. And so when they have that time with you, I think in that moment, they want to get as much in as they can before that moment's over. And I think that that's what Rebecca was trying to do. But yeah, I agree. And then, and then Rebecca, I wouldn't necessarily say Rebecca was snooping. 
like it was late it was out on the desk like i it I was like covered up though it wasn't like blatant I mean, like the top of the, the, top of the application the was money. out i think if i would have saw 50 dollars on my kid's desk I would who like, doesn't work yeah where where'd they get that money and what is it for yeah maybe i don't know i'm not saying like i think boundaries you know but like but she also left her in a room by herself. now do i think listening to the tape might have been a little bit of an invasion of privacy yes yes, yes. Like, yeah but i was wondering so this tape and at this point in time we hear young kate's voice which i don't know if this is the girl who yeah so it's a beautiful voice is it the actress's voice does anybody know no but you know I don't how, know. You know how you can kind of tell like, yes. whenever people talk. You yeah, can tell, like, and I thought that too. Like, like, I think it is her. I think it might be her too. Beautiful voice, but over with this overture of her tape of Summertime, which that song is literally, they must use that for, I mean, I know she picked it, but I had to, I had to sing that for District Jazz one year. I got second chair, everybody, just so you know. Oh um, but I had to sing that for District Jazz. So it's like a very popular song to try out with. But oh, the overture of her singing, like we see Toby thinking about Kate's, like the whole um, setup of what happened before Kate had the miscarriage. Um, we see Rebecca. Um, we see Kate at her gig. Um and then, like, it's clearly bothering her more than she acted like it was bothering her. Yeah. Um, well, we see that little girl and her mother at the gig. Yes. And it's like, what could I think it was just really in her face in that moment. Yeah. You know? yeah. Which, which is totally fine. I think my problem is, so she leaves the gig, right? And she wants to call Toby and she doesn't. And to me, that's such a red flag. Well, she, Toby already said, I will pick you up at 3.30, okay? Yeah. And she said, okay, I'll be there. And then she, he also said, call me when you're done. Yeah. And she said, it should be 3.30. And he said, okay, I'll be there at 3.30. Right. right. Yeah, I agree. And I think like what you're saying about she wanted to call Toby, but then doesn't, like, I don't, I don't really necessarily know why. Because obviously like the urge was there. So like, she's basically like almost avoiding him at this point. yes and the man wants to talk because he's a communicator and an emotional man and i don't mean that in like a derogatory way i think that's beautiful right. and like it's not like his her mom and dad ever had like a communication issue like in front of the kids so i just think it's weird that she's like this closed off about everything yeah and yeah. toby is the sole person who may not know exactly what you're going through because it, it didn't happen to his body physically but again it was his child as well so like this is the only person that can come kind of close to what you're going through right and he's still experienced loss yes it absolutely it's his child too right and then kate's like reliving all these happy moments before you know this all happened and then toby's like oh no and he got an email about a delivery coming to their house and he's like oh no it's a baby thing so that's all we see. But he goes to the warehouse and is like, I need help with this immediately. Yeah. Um, well, it was the tub. It was the same tub that yes. she was measuring. Yeah. And I just want to say this man is perfect for trying to get this freaking tub. He was a little mean to Carl, which I didn't appreciate. In the moment, I understand why he was. Right. But think about it. Carl had a job to do. <laughs> I know that. I'm not again I think Carl though Carl I enjoyed actually because it's these these tiny roles 
like last time when Grant was on, it was when Randall goes to buy that fan when he has a breakdown and Tess is yes. being born. And Grant was like, is this guy in more episodes? Cause he's super likable. The, the fan guy. The fan so I was guy. Like, no, but he's great. Yeah. Yeah. Carl was great and handled that situation better than I would have. Because if someone said that they were going to come through my warehouse and just take over because they wanted to, mm, that's going to be enough for me, dog. Yeah, yeah. But Carl was good. Toby was a little bit mean to him before Carl spoke his truth, but whatever. <laughs> they made up at the end. Yeah, they did. Um, and then Rebecca calls Kate again. Kate ignores it, which I also think is like wrong a little bit. Yeah. Um, but also Rebecca would know what she's go- going through. Yes, I know. Like her and Toby, Rebecca and Toby are the people that could most relate to Kate. Yeah. And she's shutting everybody out. I get shutting people out that wouldn't understand. Maybe. Right. But. Those two people. And then she sees a King Buffet sign and she's going to go to the buffet. And I think that was the end of that scene. Just a lot of like montage. It seemed like the end of an episode, not the middle. Do you know what I think is kind of annoying though? Is her, the way that they decided to handle like this situation is they just brought it back to the weight thing again. Yeah, no, I thought that also. I was like, I'm kind of sick of this. Yeah, I think that's like part of the reason why Kate has and continues to like become more and more like unlikable is because they just keep playing out like this almost very boring storyline to me. Like yeah. I'm just really over it. Like I'd like to move on and like yeah. get more dimension. Character development. Yes. Yes. And I think that's the problem. Like when I start to even like Kate a little bit, it's like towards the end of the show because right. That's no longer like a thing that comes up. Right. Yeah. And then I think after that scene, we're at a flashback. And then Rebecca hands Kate a check for application fee. I do kind of get Kate's annoyance at her mother kind of crossing a boundary and being in her room, especially playing the tape. Right. Right. But I also think this is a very kind thing to do. And I also think singing is a sore spot. We saw it in an earlier episode where young Kate doesn't want to do the talent show because she hears Rebecca singing in the shower. Like, so I get the sore spot, but I did think this was a kind thing to do. Yeah, I agree. I think that it was good for Kate to like set that boundary. I think maybe that's what they were trying to like express is that Kate was just trying to like set this boundary between her and Rebecca but obviously like I think that there would have been more to this had maybe Kevin not gotten injured either like the conversation was kind of cut short yeah I think it was turning into a nice conversation though because yeah Rebecca was like I really do think this is good no other like no um critiques or anything like I think Rebecca went about it in a really mature way yeah but we don't always see but in the same breath, she's like, you know, I could have helped you with your application. And Kate was like, but that's what I didn't want. Yeah, right. So I, I think it was kind. But again, like, Rebecca can't just be kind. I, this, is, this is my issue with her so much, especially with Kate. But it happens with the other kids, too. I'm not a Rebecca apologist, by the way, everybody. I think Rebecca has a lot of issues. Yeah, I just feel like she she like doesn't know boundaries very well. Yeah, I get that. She crosses them too much, a little bit too much. And it's like minor things, but it's like I would have been upset had I like worked really hard on something and then somebody that I value their opinion and things was like, oh, you know, I could have helped you with that. Right. So. Yeah, I agree. 
And then we see Kevin's accident from the stand point of view this time. Right. Um, and she tells Kate to go call on 911. I said to Maddie when we were watching this, why isn't Rebecca moving a little bit faster? Yeah. Well, I would have. So I think that <laughs> <laughs> what happened was Rebecca was going down towards the field and Kate was going to call Jack, right? Yeah. So, I mean, her direction is. Yeah, I get down. that. I think, I don't know, when Allie said it, I made me question it before. I just thought she was going to the field. But Allie said, like, I don't know if Rebecca was just, like, stunned. So she just stood there for, like, a couple seconds while Kate, like, left. Like, Kate was halfway down the bleachers and Rebecca was still standing up there. Right. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I don't know. And then next scene, we see Kate. She has all her food in this boring, played out te- uh, lie, this um, storyline. And she sets the food down. There's also like this great song playing. So I shazammed it. It's Three Horses, Three White Horses by Andrew Brad. Hmm. I can't read the last name, but it was really good. And I like, I enjoyed it. Um, we also see Toby going through the warehouse. Um, but they're like having breakdowns separately. Like both of them, like Kate's breaking down, Toby's breaking down. And it shows how they handle, again, the played out narrative that Kate is, but it shows the way that they handle stress. Like Kate automatically goes to food and then Toby tries to be overly um, protective of the person that it's happening to. Like it, both sh- it shows both of their coping mechanisms. Yeah. I feel like there's a young Toby storyline soon. And I feel like, like, I think it's really soon actually. Okay like not the next episode because that's randall's but i think it might be like in a couple episodes so i want to like i'm interested to watch it this time like knowing all about toby right and like knowing how he is and how he handles things yeah i think that'll be Uh, interesting yeah and then toby or carl is so sweet and finally finds the package for toby and toby's like thanks do you have kids does anybody know have kids and he's like my sister and he goes do you like her (laughs) (laughs) and he's like okay well you can give that to her it's really nice and i just think this moment is really sweet between him and carl but this is what this is us does so well these tiny little moments yeah i think that the actor was really great because he just had like this like perfect look of like understanding on his face where he just like as soon as toby like explained without explaining he just like knew and he just was like devastated for toby you know he does and he apologizes and says sorry if something happened it was so sad it was it was really sad and toby just loves he loves kate so much and the next part that's why the next part makes me so awful it's awful awful. but i i don't know if we're all talking about the same thing but she calls Kevin. Because before she calls Toby. And it makes me so angry. Yeah, I know. Boundaries. It's- boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. And then she's like, I can't find Toby anywhere. And I'm like, it's because you left him. And then you go home and proceed to not call him. Like yeah. she didn't call him. Yeah. I feel so bad because he... I can't imagine like what he was thinking in this moment either. Like when he shows up, she's not there. They're like, she got sick. She left. Like she obviously just went through this major physical trauma. And so he's probably like worried sick. Like what's wrong with her? Like if 
I were him, I wouldn't have gone home. I would have gone straight to the hospital because that's what, like immediately where my mind would have gone, you right. know? Well, so, and that's exactly what he says when he finally does find her at home. Like I thought right. you were at the hospital. That's the like the severity of the situation that I don't know why Kate wasn't getting like I get she wasn't in the completely right mental state but again they already had a conversation that Toby was going to come pick her up so when she left the venue she should have been like hey I don't really want to talk I don't really do anything I'm just going to go on a walk I don't want you to come pick me up but I'm okay I'm good I just didn't want to be in that situation anymore her lack of communication skills in moments of difficulty and just things in general that are difficult to talk about, like her dad, like it's outstanding to me. And it makes Toby look like an even better communicator because he is so good at communicating. Right. Yeah. I just feel like that's not how you should be treating somebody that you're supposed to be like planning a wedding and marrying and having a no. It's like very red flag, like all of it. Yeah. So then Toby finally comes home and is like, oh, you're here. Thank God, because I was so worried about you. Justifiably angry. May I add? And she is like, I don't even know how to do it. It's like so nasty. And my heart like ached for Toby in this moment. Yeah. She she was just walking around. Right. What? What? She literally says to Toby, like, it's your fault that I feel this way. Like she blames her grief on his previous excitement. Yeah, she blamed him for being excited about something. And I love that Toby calls her out on it and says, the reason you had a miscarriage is not because we were excited about it. Because if you remember, I don't know if it was two episodes ago, whenever they, whenever she realized she was pregnant and didn't want to tell Toby, she was like, well, I didn't want to say anything because bad things just happen to me all the time. No, you have an awful attitude. That's your problem. Yeah. Yeah. And then one more thing that we forgot to mention in this scene is that uh, Rebecca calls Kate. And then oh, yeah. Kate hangs up. Well, she answers and then tells her oh, yeah. that she lost the baby. That's it. And said, I can't talk to you. Rebecca tries to say something. She hangs up on her. Right. So, yeah. Can I also say, too, little fashion here. They showed Kate in that full. What a was full, that? A full body view of that dress. And it, it was a dress like, with like another dress underneath. That's what I was going to say. It looked like she was like wearing a slip, but the slip was like way too long for the dress. I'm like, what are they making this girl wear? It is awful. It, again, that's something that's like tired to me and her fashion gets better when like as we go on. But I'm like, why are you putting her in old lady like shapeless clothing? Like, yeah, it's gross. Those colors are gross. They look that dress looked like it should have had shoulder pads. Like it was just like nasty. I that's something that's like played out, too. There are lots of plus size vendors out there of good quality. Like, don't be lazy. Yeah, but in the movie industry, people continue to put overweight or heavier or plus size women in these clothes that cover up the shape of even mid sized people. Yeah. And it's like tired. I'm tired, guys. PSA, yeah. I'm sick of your shit, Hollywood. Please get it together. I'm sick of the For world's real. crap. Um, so then we're at a flashback. Um, and uh Kate, I think we're in the hospital, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about they're having a discussion discussion about Berkeley. And yep. she says something about disappointing Rebecca, but I can't remember exactly what it is. She didn't want to. She didn't. Oh, okay. So she apologizes. Oh, okay. Okay. Thing. Thank you. She's like, I didn't want to disappoint you. Yeah. And then Rebecca starts talking about her mom. 
and yeah. the trauma that she has there. Yeah, know? she she talks, and I I actually loved this scene of Rebecca. This was might have been my favorite moment, where Rebecca's talking about how her mom was like really hard, and even when you would crack that surface, there was like a wall of spikes afterwards. So she's like, so I had to get away from that kind of again, as I've talked about, we've talked about many times, like breaking generational curses where Rebecca was trying mm-hmm. to do better, and she's like, I never wanted my kids to feel this way, and here I am, like almost doing the same thing to you right um and then she's like kate says she's sorry and she's like it's not your job to make me feel better as the parent but how did you feel about rebecca saying that because i feel like she says things and reacts in it like and then acts in a different way no i didn't feel i didn't feel that way about this specific incident but yes like when randall goes to her house and she's crying after she lied to him for 39 years of his 36 years of his life yeah i felt that way why are you crying why are you crying however in this scene i feel like rebecca was already emotional about the whole kevin thing so i did not feel that way i did not have a visceral reaction to this like i did when she lied to randall and was like crying and woe is me Yeah, I just feel like even like later on in this series, and I won't spoil anything, but I just feel like Rebecca takes a lot from her kids. And I think that like, it's not something that's like, I think it's subtle, but she like takes and takes and takes from them. And I feel like that's not necessarily like how a parent's child's relationship should be, but it is. And it's like over and over and over again. And it's not just with Randall. I think Randall is gets the majority of the blow but I think it happens with all the kids at some point you know right I but no I do most of the 99% of the time I do agree with you I just feel like this one time I didn't feel like that's what she was doing I think she was just already emotional about Kevin but I felt like she was trying to be sincere I think she I think that she always tries to be sincere and this is the thing is we didn't see this this made up scenario like play out we just see that Rebecca is telling Kate like oh it's not your job to make me feel better about like what could have happened because like they're talking about Rebecca being disappointed in Kate for not making it into Berkeley but like in reality like that situation never really happened so she's like these are just empty words I feel like I think another example, perfect example of Rebecca putting a lot of stuff on her kids is when her and Jack are separated for that brief moment and she makes all three of them go to the movies with her and Randall's like holding her hand. (laughs) It's just like super manipulative. And I was so mad during that episode. But that's what I'm saying. Like she says one thing and then acts differently. And that's why like I... I know that you guys are like, oh, she's being sincere in this moment. And I want to feel that way, but I just can't because she doesn't like, that's not what we see. Right. Do you have something to say about that? That's my issue with this. I get it. I I get it. Sage likes to disagree with us. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to have a discussion about it. And I do agree most of the time. I do. Yes. Somebody has to be devil's advocate once in a while because- if you're not, then our po- podcast would be really boring. Nobody would want to listen to us. Just I agree. I agree. The give three a people that s- listen to us, Psychological Exit and Tabitha's mom, the only people <laughs> that have ever written to us. I love both of you. It's Shout true. out to you again, since no one likes us. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're still listening. I really appreciated both of those comments. 
Um, and then we see Kate today. There's a knock on her door. Mm-hmm. And it's Rebecca. And Rebecca gives her a big hug. And she just has a breakdown in her mom's arms. Which maybe I would have felt worse for her if she wasn't so nasty to Toby. I like this moment, though. Because I, I think, yes, I think that this might be the very first positive relationship moment we've ever seen in we're now halfway through season two I think I could not think of another single positive moment between Kate and Rebecca up to this point me neither um I do and Rebecca talks about baby Kyle which if Kate would have bothered to answer her phone earlier Rebecca probably would have been able to relate at that point in time also um I do. I think it's so cute when Rebecca says the day you were born, I went on a long, hot walk. And it's just so sweet because that's the time that she goes and gets that stupid Twinkie for, and banana muffin from the beer store. It's yeah. just so sweet. And, and the a terrible, terrible towel. towel. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's like a very cute callback. But her point of saying all that was to tell Kate that it was not her fault. Like there wasn't that something that she could really do or something that she did do or didn't do that would have caused this and maybe it wasn't her fault maybe it wasn't her fault and it wasn't Rebecca's fault because she went on that long hot walk the day that the triplets were born right I also think Kate's like a little bit annoying at this point in time she's like yeah and with you that's true but with me it's not I was like shut up (laughs) I can't with it Yeah, I agree. I also, she at this point says something along the lines of like, she feels like she took the pregnancy from Toby. And this like really bothers me because if she felt like she took the pregnancy from Toby, you'd think that she'd like behave better, maybe? Yeah, care for him. Communicate that, which is what Rebecca says next. But like, communicate that. Maybe I wouldn't hate you so bad if you just communicated. And she's pulling a Rebecca. She's making people feel bad uh, for her because of something that she did and caused pain to other people. Right. You're pulling a Rebecca. You're not getting rid of the generational trauma because you're being terrible. Right. I agree. This is not my favorite positive moment with her and Rebecca. I can tell you exactly what it is. We're not there yet, so I won't. But it's like one of, it's like when we get there, it's just one of my favorites. So I can't wait. Yeah. Well, I think, but I think that this is so profound because I think until this, I I cannot think of a single other time that we've had like positive interactions between them. No, I don't. I really don't think there has been. And to be honest, like, yeah, because the only time I think that I can think clearly like them being on screen, screen alone is when Kate goes to get, um, like surgery or is thinking right. about getting surgery. Right. But I also think about when Kate was young, their relationship was strained and we would see like at Thanksgiving, there was like some tension between them. So like, I think every other instance has been negative up to this point. So, yeah. You know, what's another example of Rebecca being manipulative in her relationships that I just thought of? When they, when Kate has that gig and she tries to get Toby to be on her side. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm just saying in this one instance, that's not how I feel. (laughs) I am backing up your point while also having mine. (laughs) No, I just feel like this time around lately, I don't like Rebecca as much. And I think the first time that I watched the show, 
they like do a really good job like this episode makes her look so good the last episode makes her look so good so they kind of like make you forget about how awful she was in the beginning I will literally never forget but now it's- but now it's like because we've analyzed it I think so much yeah it's like sitting more with me that I'm like no, I'm still mad <laughs> I think yeah I think you're right and every, even when Rebecca was at the door, I was like, like that right. was my reaction. Like, I was like, right. you. Like, yeah. <laughs> but they like, they do a really good job. Like if you just watch this show one single time, like they do a good job of, they're like, oh, you had these feelings about this person. Well, we're going to kind of just like slowly sweep it under the rug. Right. And you're going to forget in like three seasons that she was like literally the worst human ever. <laughs> and then- Rebecca is like talking about her, like talking about having babies and all of this stuff. And we see this flashback of Rebecca being absolutely cuckoo bananas about onions. This was funny to me. I thought this was a nice touch to the episode. It was funny until I analyzed it a little too hard. Because at one point she says, it's not fair. I have to go without my yellow onion. And she's talking about her third baby. Like, I think she's paralleling it. Oh my God. She said, yeah, it's not fair that I have to. And she screams it at this lady. It's not fair. And this is at the point where she crouches on the ground and just starts to break down. And yeah, it was funny to me until I analyzed it. Yeah. I mean, I, t- I took it as she was saying it's not fair because she was just like exhausted. Like, I think she starts the story by telling Kate that they hadn't like had a real dinner in like over a week. Yeah. And like having infants like that, I'm sure three of them I'm sure that they like obviously had not slept at all either yeah so I kind of just took it like early motherhood is exhausting but maybe she was yeah like, Maddie yeah. because that was the direct that's quote. freaking dark that was, <laughs> the direct, that was the direct quote it says it's not fair I have to go without my yellow onion and the lady was holding a bag of yellow onions right. and she said without my yellow onion she says one onion singular <laughs> But she was also that. talking about four ounces of onion. Okay, Sage. Let me say Dale's devil's advocate really quickly. Did you just say Dale's advocate? Cut. <laughs> Sage, let me play devil's advocate real quick. Because that's what I think, and I'm sticking to it. Because it made me really sad. Because Allie was sitting over here belly laughing. And I'm like, her yellow onion. I was laughing because I did not think it was charming I thought it was super bratty and annoying and I and I understand that she's just like having a breakdown because we all do but again I think like you Maddie I get your point too because it's like we all grieve differently so something like that would set us off remember when Kevin went to that woman that he didn't know's husband's wake and she like is set off by a jar of pickles and is like bawling yeah Yeah. well and it's now that you say that too like she was talking about how at that point she had still not even opened up to Jack about their loss either so I think you're right I think that that was like her reaction to be honest with you that's good good analyzing Maddie wow did you take AP classes because you're so smart what can I say what can I say (laughs) that was deep (laughs) it was it was a little bit so yeah, it was a lot deep. Sorry. I'm I also like onions the same way. Yeah, thanks. Yellow onions. Um, so but then I did like at one point in time Rebecca says something about like how she was just trying to care for everybody. And Kate goes, a little too much for Randall for my taste, <laughs> really? if you ask me. And Rebecca's like, really? <laughs> 
And she said she's just kidding, but she's not. She's not. Everybody knows she's not kidding. She's like. Not kidding. I do too, but Kevin and Kate are pretty savage about that sometimes. <laughs> but I like that they call it out because I feel like if they didn't call it out, the show would look weird. Like me too, but they're like nasty to Randall yeah, about it are. too. And I feel like Randall's kind of a victim of circumstance. I don't think it was Randall's fault. I think it was Rebecca's fault that she treated him that way. And then, they yeah. yeah. Right. And then flashback. it's a flashback, but like kind of a flash forward. Well, I guess it's a flashback. Yeah to um they're all leaving the hospital kevin's in his wheelchair kate's there randall's there jack and rebecca what i did think was weird is when they were sitting in the hospital and kevin asks for a drink kate's Mm -hmm. like can see her parents out the window and they're like hugging but i'm like does something else go on here that i don't remember that we hear this conversation later i don't think so i from what I took this as, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe something does happen and we'll find out about it later. But I, I took this moment as, um, this is Kate seeing her parents having that communication that Rebecca was talking about that they had when she's like consoling Kate about the miscarriage. That's what I was thinking too. So communication that Kate has no pardon because she's the worst communicator on earth yeah so then toby comes home after this we see toby he comes in rebecca does the thing that we all do when it's awkward and says i'm gonna go to that coffee shop i saw down the street right (laughs) she leaves and then kate is nice as pie to toby i feel like she doesn't even apologize to him by the way i don't think she does either i don't have it written down that's the thing is i feel like she she does say that she feels like she failed him, but she wants to try to have a baby soon again. And he said he agrees. And that's like the end of their conversation. And I'm like, you're, you literally just told your mother that you were going to start communicating with your fiance. And that's what you had to say. That's what you came up with. Well, like- right. And then she confuses communicating with like being kind. Like it's not, it doesn't equate. It's not the same thing. Just because you're being kind to somebody now because you screwed up is not the same as effective communication. And I have written that Toby is confused by Kate's kindness because she's never kind to him. Like during that whole interaction, he's like, what is going on? He was like his little face that I give um, the guy who plays Toby a lot of credit because his little face, when she says she wants to try to have a baby again, is just like the relief on his face is the the uh, the what he does his expression is like perfect yeah yeah and then kate goes out we see her going to get the shower curtain which i was dying because i'm like who throws the whole rod to the shower away along with the curtain well but i think it was just because like she when she fell she like grabbed onto it and so like the whole thing was pulled down and I think it was just like traumatic. You know what I mean? Like, I think that Toby threw it away in the first place because he's like, this is going to remind her of it. So I just want to get it rid of it. I don't want to look at it anymore. And then they put it back up and she's like, this isn't going to break us, which I'm like, it's kind of annoying that you're saying that because you have been the absolute worst. (laughs) Like, I just can't. Yeah. And that was the end of the episode. Yeah, right. We, we finished with the opening scene. Back to yeah. Randall. Previewing the next to, episode next yep. week. 
I can't remember what Randall's is about, quite honestly. It's, I believe, about his college visit. Oh my God, I love that episode. Because it overlaps with everything. Yes, Yes. his college visit to Howard. Yeah. Because we see Yvette's son for like the last time. Right. Yeah. Bye, Yvette. I loved you (laughs) as a character. And I love that you and Sterling K. Brown are married in real life. (laughs) Yep. So. So, Sage, would you like to tell us your fave and your least fave? Sure. So... I said that my favorite moment was Rebecca showing up at Kate's apartment, just being on the other side of the door when she thinks it's going to be Toby, because I think like, obviously that was like very monumental considering like Rebecca flew all the way across the country at this point to be there for her daughter. So I thought that was, that was really good. Yeah. Um, My least favorite was, I just wrote just oh my god I totally forgot Rebecca lives in Philadelphia at this point yeah yeah that makes it better or like New Jersey Jersey. yeah Yeah. but um that's what I'm saying like she flew like she just found out her daughter had a miscarriage and like hopped on a plane like that's why I think like this was such like a big moment of like healing for their relationship yes I agree with you that makes it better actually yeah um, and then my least favorite, I said just in general how awful Kate treats Toby throughout the entire episode. Yeah. Like the strain in their relationship and like how she's like not empathetic towards how he's feeling in this situation. Like she knows how she's feeling and she should imagine that he's feeling pretty awful also, but yeah. she doesn't. So yep. Maddie, would you like me to go next while you think? Or? Yeah. Okay. Maddie forgot to do this part, so I'm going to give her some time to think. Um, I put that my least favorite was Kate the whole time, like much like you, Sage. I just thought she was like very unlikable. And I'm not saying I like don't want anybody listening to this that has experienced like loss like that to think that I'm being unfeeling or like non-empathetic. I just think like the way Kate goes about it makes it very hard to be empathetic for her because she's absolutely nasty while also acknowledging that we all grieve very differently, but she could have grieved with her husband who was also going through it, who also admits that he, it didn't happen to his body. So he, he acknowledges that that part is something that he doesn't understand. I just think she's awful to him. And to be honest, my favorite part of this episode was when it was over because it was awful. (laughs) I think it's my least favorite episode thus far maybe yeah I think it's mine too but I did like there were moments between Kate and Rebecca that yeah if I had to pick like a real favorite I would honestly probably pick the part with Carl again these one-time people just like stars of the show yeah that was a really good moment too like I think that that actor was very good for like yeah. just the small role so. the small role just like that guy with the fan whose name i can't remember me neither Gupta? i don't remember something like that but he was lovely but the, the that would be what i picked maddie yeah so my favorite ali stole mine was carl because i love carl and i'm a carl stan my least favorite part is let me think about it kate um <laughs> yeah because she is awful in this episode yeah. yeah agreed all right pop culture picks maddie you ha- i know you have yours ready yeah. 
Would you like to go first? I can go first. Okay. Okay. I was originally going to do something else anyway, but I was just thinking about this series that I recently found on Netflix. Um, like I uncovered again because I watched it and then they came out with a new season. It's called Glow Up. It's super exciting. If you liked Skin Wars, where they painted people's skin, make them blend into stuff, which Allie and I love, um, you'll probably like Glow Up because Glow Up is like a bunch of makeup artists and they're like, a lot of them are just amateur makeup artists. They do it for fun and they do it for social media stuff, but it gives a lot of representation to the LGBTQ community um, while they do it. And you just get to see, they get all of these prompts and a lot of the time they're doing makeup on themselves and like they're given a lot of creative liberty and it's just really cool because I know I can't do it so I love watching people who can't express themselves artistically because I think that's cool no that's very cool I wanted to love glow up you didn't like it it's I like it it's just not as good as skin wars it's not as good as skin wars but I like it I think the personalities are on skin wars are better like RuPaul is in charge of it who doesn't love Mm -hmm. RuPaul Right. You know what I mean? But like, as far as like, just liking makeup techniques and stuff, I did enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I can go next if you'd like me to. Um, so my pop culture pick, I decided to pick Sex Education. It is a show on Netflix. I don't know. Sage, have you watched it ever? I watched the first season, like when it first came out, like a long, yeah. like it's been out several years now, I think. Yeah. Um, but I did watch the first season and then when the second one came out, like I never came back to it, but yeah. maybe I have to. <laughs> it's, have you watched it, Matt? I've watched like a few episodes. It came out uh, like a while ago. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. I discovered it, I think in this, maybe before summer started, but I watched like the first two seasons in like two days. And then the third season just happened to be coming out soon. Um, I love it. I think it's great. It's about these kids. Uh, it's, it's a UK uh, centric show it's about these students who are in high school and um the main kid's mom who's played by uh jillian anderson is a sex therapist so he kind of uses that to like give advice to the kids at school but i mean it's a lot more in-depth than that what i always appreciate as an american is i always feel like other countries are so progressive about shows for young adults like Mm -hmm. degrassi was in canada and that's i used to watch that on noggin and now this is the uk and i really wish that i had shows like that even when i was younger because it's like so progressive and it like answers all these questions and not like an ex ex like in a way that exploits teenagers or anything but like i I wish I would have had that when I was a lot younger. Like, obviously I watched Degrassi, so I did have a little bit of it. It was very progressive, but I just wish American television had more of that. Right. Because it really, I mean, honestly, like watching Degrassi when I was little, by the way, Degrassi can be part of this pop culture thing, but like, I think it like opened a lot of, I don't know, like opened me up to a lot more stuff that I didn't realize like was so common. Right. Yeah. So it's really great. Sex education. Third season just happened. I think season four is the final season they're doing. And Dan Levy is going to be on it. Ooh, I like him. Love him. Um, I was just looking up because I was like 95% certain that HBO Max was supposed to be doing a Degrassi reboot. Yeah. It was canceled. Oh, they're doing a Gossip Girl reboot right now. I never watched Gossip Girl. Believe it or not. Really? 
Mm-mm. Did you? Yeah, I love the Gossip Girl. Anything on the CWWB, like <laughs> WB, CW, anything on there, I was all about. Um, Sage, what about you? So my pop culture pick this week is the show Ted Lasso. I'm hopping on that bandwagon. I know like everybody was talking about it for a little while. Um, it is so good. It's on Apple TV plus. Um, but I got check your emails because I got two free months through Starbucks. <laughs> I did check my email after you told me to, and I did not have it. Um, but I watched, there's only two seasons right now. I watched the first season and a half in like a day. And I was like obsessed because it was like so much heavier than I thought it was going to be. Like, I was like, oh, it's just like going to be like a, you know, funny little sitcom, whatever. But like every episode was like really deep and like the characters were really well-rounded. It's about an American football coach who's hired by a soccer team in the UK to coach soccer, which he doesn't know anything about. And like, it's very, very interesting because like his whole philosophy of coaching is just like, put your, put your passion into it, like put your heart into it, like work as a team and like, you know, you guys know how to play soccer. So like his coaching style is very like untraditional, but it like the whole like storyline and the characters, it's very emotional. I love it. And my Nick, my fiance, like is obsessed with it now too. So I've heard that from a lot of people. My cousin, um, my one cousin, like absolutely is obsessed with it. And I just think it looks so good. Like I would definitely watch it. Actually, the tall blonde woman in Ted Lasso is one of the moms in sex education. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She's great. So yeah, I'm really, I am going to get Apple TV. I, I don't really have an urge to watch anything else on Apple TV. Like I watched the show physical, which I don't think I love Rose Byrne, but I did not think it was that good. And if you have struggled with an eating disorder or something, I would definitely skip that because it's, it's a struggle to watch, but I always thought Ted at last looked so good. Yeah. I like, didn't I there was like not a lot else that I watched either I did watch um spirited during like the holidays which is the new like Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell Christmas yeah it was okay it was really cheesy but like I don't think because of like the format I don't think it'll ever be like an elf or something like that type of Christmas movie where it's like mainstreamed as much but um it was cute but yeah there's like just not a lot on there that's like worth paying for I think monthly to be honest from my opinion but yeah get a month and watch the show and then cancel (laughs) okay I'll definitely do that yeah worth that (laughs) well Maddie thank you so much for being on the podcast again we appreciate it you're welcome thanks for having me yeah absolutely Maddie thank you for coming and come back next season or anytime we'd love to have you yeah we'd love to have you we had Grant it was a blast (laughs) It was fun. <laughs> we cut out like 15 minutes of laughing hysterically. <laughs> I had to mute myself because he made me laugh so hard that I couldn't stop. <laughs> a lovable little dork. Yeah. He had some I great hot takes. He did have some great hot takes. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening as always. And again, yeah. thank you, Maddie and Sage for being with me on this podcast journey. 
course, Allie. Thanks for being with me on our podcast. All right. And as always, if you want to reach out to us, email us at this too much pod at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram at this too much pod. I'm like the worst Instagram. Maybe that should have been my 2023 resolution (laughs) to actually like make posts, but you're better than me, but slide into our DMs. Yeah. Not in a gross way, just in a nice way. (laughs) (laughs) I made that sound really sexy, but I just wanted you to slide in and I was going to (laughs) say, no gross stuff, please. Thank you. Bye. That was Maddie's sting for us. (laughs) All right, everybody. This too much. This was us. What? This (laughs) was us. (laughs) I'm kidding. This is too much. It is easy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway, well, this was us. This was us. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.